have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. We just gotta do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish strong. Yes, from the top. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Welcome to the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. No subjects are off limits, so call in with your comments and questions to 504-556-9696. And now, here are the hosts of the Something to Say radio show, BJ Rust with Rudy Cicchini. Welcome to the Monday night edition of the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. Rude, you have a good weekend, man. How's it going? Pretty good, buddy. Uh, wasn't wasn't bad. Wasn't a bad weekend. Uh, just kind of hung out, played some video games, watched some basketball, watched a little baseball. It's nice to see the Cardinals salvage a victory in Seattle yesterday and now they go uh, go down south the coast a little bit to start a series with uh, the Giants today. So uh, hopefully we can keep uh, keep winning the good fight. Yeah, I actually uh, it's too bad we can't play the uh, the Oakland A's because apparently I was I saw this morning or was it this morning or last night on Sports Center they've already <clears throat> they've already got a. Um, um, They've already given up over 100 runs, or there's a 100-run differential between what they've given up and what they've gotten, um, which is the quickest since 1901 that any team has done that. And uh, I felt bad about the Cardinals pitching staff, but it could be worse because they have a a team ERA of 10.21. Yeah. So things could always get worse, I guess. Yeah. 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 poor oakland man they don't have a pot to piss in over there uh or a window to throw it out that's right i mean you're on the on the verge you can't keep a team i mean it's just got to be bad and and somehow the last couple for the last decade i mean it seems like they've always kind of hung around too Mm -hmm. but uh you know it's a shame i'm still kind of shaking my head over that one you know but yeah. It is what it is, man. Yeah, I watched a little baseball. <clears throat> I didn't watch a lot. Um, watched a lot of basketball, played some video games, and uh, napped, which was awesome. Um, it was uh, it was nice to not have much of an agenda for the weekend, you know, just to be able to relax and, and hang out. That was pretty awesome. And uh, now this weekend will start Jazz Fest, which I don't have any plans as of yet to uh, to go to Jazz Fest. But uh, who knows? You never know. They could change. Um, one thing that does look pretty cool that I'd like to do this upcoming weekend um, is the Saints are doing for the draft. They're having like a draft party at the training facility where they're doing $25. All you can. Uh, well, it's a, a crawfish boil cook uh, cook off. So I guess you get as much crawfish as you want for the 25 bucks. 
and uh, I think it includes soft drinks and stuff like that with it too. I know they have Anheuser-Busch products available as well. So, but that uh, that looks like pretty cool. And then they're going to be, you know, they'll make the their draft picks while while you're there, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that does sound fun, man. So I might work on that this week and uh, and head out there and see what's doing. But uh, but yeah, man, it was a nice chill little weekend and uh, not a whole lot going on. Um, well, we got a lot we can talk about later with the NBA because some of that's just been uh, unbelievable. Um, but I saw this earlier today and it made me think of somebody that you and I know. And so I wanted to share this uh, news article with you. Um, came from Unilad, but uh, the uh, the headline is a worker wins case against company who fired him after he drank alcohol during the workday. Hmm. Sounds awesome. Yep. Uh, this dude was an electrician for a company, and this was in Spain, I believe. Uh, yeah, Spain. But he worked for this company. He was an electrician for a company for 27 years and was accused of uh, repeated excessive alcohol consumption during the workday, uh, which endangered his and his workers' well-being. But um, the court said uh, uh, no. Uh, found him uh, not guilty and, and also... Uh, they he, they ordered that he either be reinstated to his job or pay him fifty one thousand dollars in compensation, uh, because this company apparently hired a uh, hired a private detective to fo- uh, detective to follow him around, <laughs> and uh, let's see it says that uh, he was accused of spending July fifth and twenty one drinking multiple multiple alcoholic drinks throughout the day. It claims that the man and his co co-worker bought some food four cans of beer and a liter of a different beer uh, later that same day was seen buying and drinking another can of beer before driving the company van back to its base uh, on another occasion the de- private detective reported that the man and two colleagues were seen drinking seven liters of beer before the end of their lunch break then drank cans of heineken before heading back to the company's uh headquarters and then on the third day the man was allegedly seen drinking a bottle of beer before lunch, then drinking three glasses of wine with his meal and finished it off with a shot of brandy. Uh, yeah. And so the court said the ruling that the private detective never mentioned whether the ex-employee showed sign, quote unquote, signs of inebriation or clumsiness and that there was, quote unquote, no proof that the man was under the effects of alcohol, inebriated, intoxicated or drunk. Wow. He's an all-star then, man. If he right. Can- yeah i mean electrician i mean that's you know he's burning down people's houses man oh wrong wrong wire you know let's not ground this one da 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 da. you know it's it's a pretty (laughs) big deal man (laughs) i read that i'm like wow you've got to be kidding me i guess things are a lot uh, a lot different in spain than what they are here because that would have been a no uh a no fly zone i think there's a zero tolerance policy at most uh places of work that you can't come in and be boozed up yeah most uh most good electricians i mean up, up around here or you know union anyways mm-hmm. so i mean you're getting you know drug tested whatever if they if they sense something you're gonna get called to the side for it so yeah things must be a little more uh uh, lenient uh, over uh, across the old 
across the pond out that way. But uh, yeah, that's interesting, man. What a what a crazy cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was uh I thought of I thought of something someone whenever I was reading about that and like, oh boy, I I, I should probably share this with Rude. So Yeah, I know. Thank you for doing so. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we got football stuff to talk about. Of course, the NBA playoffs have been going on all weekend, and there's more drama with that. And, uh, and then uh, who knows what else we'll get into. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Ryan Richardson here, here to tell you to tune in every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Conversations with Ryan Richardson, a show that focuses on the differently able community and the everyday struggles of the disabled. Join me every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon on WGSO 990 a.m. and WGSO.com. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. All right, we're back with more of the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM. Uh, I don't know if you, well, I, I, I be, I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch uh, any of the XFL this week, but uh, it all came to a close this weekend. Unfortunately, the Battle Hawks didn't make it. They came down to a tiebreaker, and they, uh, which was um, combined rank of points four and points allowed among all XFL teams in the, in the Seattle Sea Dragons ranked fifth and the Battle Hawks were seventh. So Sea Dragons are in. Uh, let's see, they join uh, the Arlington Renegades. And uh, who else is in this? Um, Arlington. Oh, Arlington's going to play Houston next weekend, Saturday at six. And then Seattle will play. Uh, washington dc at two on sunday so 
Hmm. There you go. I might actually watch some of that because I, I didn't. It's not that I minded what I watched. I enjoyed it. It's just it's it's just a little hard to get into. Yeah, it, it's different. It'll be interesting to see if it actually picks up and you know stays uh, stays somewhat popular enough to uh, have a longevity. You know. Yeah, I know The Rock uh, announced a few weeks ago that there'll definitely be another season next year. But, you know, and then you also you look at, at two, there's also was the USFL, which um, that's, you know, I think that's been on Fox and, and they've kind of used their marketing. Well, not kind of, they, they 100% use their marketing to uh, to trash the XFL. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's room for another, you know, more than one other outside the NFL uh, leagues in the United States. I just don't, I don't think there's enough interest, but um, I think the XFL probably has the upper hand because of someone like the rock and, and Mm -hmm. marketing and having ESPN behind them and things like that. So I think that helps, but um, you know, I, I think it's a good thing to have, have another option you know, people that want to watch football in, in the off season, but um, I just don't think there's enough for, for another one other than the XFL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once you get too much of a, of a spread there, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it kind of falls between the tr- cracks on, you know, mm-hmm. people watching it and whatnot, and then staying involved with it. And I don't know, man, I, I think it's cool, but like I said, time will tell on if it's going to be able to stick around or not. Yeah, and and with the USFL, like there's a there's a New Orleans team that's in it. However, they've never played step foot in New Orleans, so huh. <laughs> they've played. I think all the teams have played all their games in Birmingham, Alabama. So you know, you I think in that, those regards, if you're going to get any support for it, I mean, you obviously need to get it in the city um i don't i haven't really understood the what the uh, purpose of all that is i guess because i it would i guess it cuts down on expenses for travel and things like that but i don't know just doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me yeah i mean it's kind of like playing in a bubble you know yeah. i mean mm-hmm. that's that's silly yep and speaking of silly um you know what we haven't talked about in a long time Humor me with specifics. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Haven't really heard too much about him. He's kind of like been under the radar somehow, some way. Uh, yeah, but you would think like, I mean, we're getting down to the wire now. If you, I don't, I mean, I guess he could always be traded after the draft, but it seems like it would make a hell of a lot more sense that it would happen before the draft, right? Mm-hmm. I would think. And I mean, I think that if it doesn't happen, if it happens after June 1st, then I think the Packers are on, on the hook for $60 million. Hmm. Hmm. So, but I mean, I also get like, I'm sure that part of this whole thing, and I did read though, that the negotiations have picked back up. Um, but from what I'm understanding, part of it is, is that the jets and rightfully so they don't want this to be a deal where he comes in and they trade away the farm and he stays, you know, plays for a year and then he retires, mm-hmm. which very well could happen because before he went into his, <laughs> the fortress of solitude, 
Yeah. He, said he was what, 90% uh, leaning towards retirement? Yeah. Who knows what's going through that guy's mind, man? He might. He might turn out the lights again and have a new new path open up for him. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he's put uh, he's put the Jets in a real well, just like he he put the Packers in a bad position. He put the Jets in a bad position by saying that's where he's going to play when no deal is even has been worked out, and then he's got he's got them over a barrel trying to have them pay for uh, free agents and things like that. I mean that's. I guess awesome that he has all the intention of playing for them, but you also take away the leverage of the jets by doing things like that. Yeah. And haven't the jets been through enough? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the trauma that they've had over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, I mean, they, they've had some decent teams, but it's very, 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 very far and few between man with that team. Oh Yeah. And you know, if with the, I guess the Packers are are too nice because, um, you know them. I mean, you know, we'll see. Money talks, but uh, them saying like they had no intention, they have no intentions of asking for the Jets' first round draft pick. Why? I would. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're, yeah. you know that it's he's putting them in a position where they've got to pull the trigger. Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> They've yeah. got the 13th pick of the draft. Be like, yep, I'm going to need that. Yeah, I mean, since when did teams start being nice to one another? You know, That's what I thought. You know, it seems, I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. Like, why wouldn't this have been worked out by now? Good question. You know, I, I hate to say collusion, but it almost kind of comes off as that. Mm-hmm. Because there's no reason. I mean, I would think that at minimum they would be asking for at least um, a, a number two, uh, you know, a second round pick, I would think. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I think there's going to be a lot of things that shake out. And I think this is going to be one of those years too in the draft where there's a lot more trades and you might see some, see a lot of players moving from, from one spot to another for draft picks. I don't know why I just have that sneaking suspicion. Yeah, I can see that happening, man. There's a lot of, there's a lot of needs out there, you know, just like every year, but um, it's going to be interesting to see where some of these quarterbacks land, because like I've said, it, when we started talking about this, you know, the, the two top quarterbacks, you know, uh, Young and, and Stroud, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're the, the elite ones out of that, out of the, you know, the top, what, four. I like, you know, uh, Levis, Levis from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. and uh richardson man from oh, yeah. florida so he might be the most talented in the quarterback in the draft yeah uh, they looked pretty darn good man on their pro days and you know i heard something about uh stroud is the reason i you know you could take it with a grain of salt but he, he doesn't have a very high iq They said uh, some of his test scores were pretty, pretty poor. Uh, I seen an article about that over the weekend, and uh, so I don't know, man. I just I wouldn't put the farm on 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 the the two quarterbacks that are getting all the getting all the love right now, man. I would kind of kind of back off and wait and see what happens. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think there's a I think there's a fifth one too that might be worth, uh, and especially I, I believe he's going to be able to slip, and you could get him later. 
and I think he could end up being a pretty good quarterback. Um, and that is Max Duggan from um, TCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know he played. Uh, he he played. He had a, a a long, lengthy stay in college, and uh, you know that there's something to be said about that too, about not just racing through it. And uh, you know he ended up with over nine thousand yards passing, seventy three touchdowns to twenty eight interceptions, QB rating a one forty one point four, which is very good. He's not much of a, I mean, he's not going to be, he's not a mobile quarterback, but I I don't know. There's something about that guy, that kid. I think that uh, he's 22. I think there could be I think there could be a good place for him in the NFL. I I would put him probably as, I think he'd probably be up top five or probably the fifth best. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting, man. I definitely want to watch tune into the draft and first, you know, for the first two rounds, and uh, kind of see where some of these guys land. But, uh, yeah, it's right around the corner, too. Yep, be here Thursday night. So there you go. All right, well, let's take a break, get some news. We'll come back. Got a lot to talk about with the NBA. So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ryan Richardson here, here to tell you to tune in every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Conversations with Ryan Richardson, a show that focuses on the differently able community and the everyday struggles of the disabled. Join me every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon on WGSO 990 a.m. and WGSO.com. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Well, I got my heart up in a beautiful mess. I should have known better when I took the rest. I had to wreck myself and a gamble. Hey, thanks for sticking around for more of the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM. Tons of basketball on this weekend, and uh, 
um you know it's been really interesting um the Sixers took care of business and swept the nets which I don't think anybody was surprised about other than the fact that they did it without Joel Embiid on Saturday but be honest, man, the way that he'd been playing in that series, I don't think that they really missed him very much. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, uh, we were texting one another. I think it was game, game three. Yeah. Uh, man, just the way he, he was on the floor more than he was standing up. Yeah. It's just his body language, man. Um, I didn't like what I seen. Um, I either. and that's not the only the only series that has you know stuff going on with it man it's like these flagrant fouls and you know people getting tossed it's you know if they're if they're gonna do something stupid like that you know i, I would because uh draymond green he he sat out a game the next game guess what mm-hmm. the one that he returned for he in their jaw again i would mm-hmm. i would throw his butt out for two games you know i mean they got to make they got to make examples of these idiots, man. Cause it makes, it makes the game look bad, man. It's, you know, it, I just don't like it. Yeah. You're, well, you're 100% correct because, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, the Draymond green situation and he, uh, he comes back, comes off the bench. And I mean, he had a, right from the beginning he had he you know scored what seven points right off the bat something like that which is geez you need to you probably need to conserve some of that because that's about a week's worth of scoring for him mm-hmm. but then uh in in that series which they're tied up now uh going back to sacramento for one um but uh then you've got our old buddy dylan brooks who uh, well, let's just uh, we'll talk about what he did. He, you know, with all the things that he had to say, you know, about LeBron, about calling him old, and all that other stuff, which we played for you the other day. Um, then you come to Game Three in Los Angeles, and you know we talked about you know that LeBron needed to show up for that game, and and, and granted he had a good game, I guess I would I expected more out of him. Mm-hmm. somebody challenges you like that that you know and you you show up and i mean 25 points yeah that's nothing to it's a good game 25 points five board, five uh, assists nine rebounds anthony davis woke up that was nice uh for them he had 31 and 17 but then you have somebody like dylan brooks who's ran his mouth he's done all this stuff he was three for 13 from the floor uh, with seven points, two rebounds, one steal, no blocks, turned the ball over once. But the most important thing is that he got thrown out of the game because he hit uh, he hit LeBron and the and the family jewels. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, like I said, it's watching that stuff, man. It's just it, there's no room for it, man. These oh. these thugs that act like thugs and you know want to want a jaw and this and that go play go play in europe or something man i mean this is the nba it i don't think it should be i don't think it, that's how we should what we should have to watch you know what i mean yeah well uh, and dylan brooks he uh he had this to uh this to say so after I, he didn't want to talk after the game but i guess he said this was from yesterday i think so here you go the media making me a villain the 
fans make me a villain. And then that just creates a whole different persona on me. So now you think I intended to hit LeBron James in the nose. I'm playing basketball, basketball player. So if I intended and that's whatever the, whatever is in the fragrant two, um, uh, category of having a favorite too and you think i did that that means you think i'm that type of person no no you said this <laughs> yeah it, it's amazing that you know what the just even the tone of his voice what a difference a game makes you know like he he he, he had the cat by the tail the other day you know he's so cool had his shades on and he's talking that trash and then he gets whooped up on and uh, now it's everybody else's fault. It's the media's fault. It's the fans' fault. Fans didn't make him say anything. Right. He's the one that said that stuff. He's the one that put it on there. Now, if he would if he would have showed up Saturday and and outplayed LeBron, well, then more power to you. I don't mind people that talk trash, but you damn well better be able to back it up. Yep. Yeah, and I think Memphis. Uh, they're getting a little tired of his antics anyways. I seen something on Instagram from sports center, uh, that saying after this series, whether they're entered or not, uh, you know, next year, he may not be on the team. Mm -hmm. And rightfully so. so it's just, they got enough distractions. If they're going to deal with uh, John Morant, which granted he had a great game the other night, 45 points, um, but if you're going to deal with him, you certainly mm-hmm. can't deal with the other guy, uh, Dylan Brooks, who is just another guy. He's right. he's a decent defender, but um, past that, I don't know how much good he is to anybody. You know, he's not a scorer. He's not really a rebounder. Um, you know, I, I just don't get it. But the, the fact that you can't take personal accountability for your actions, it's just mind-blowing to me. But that's also – that's where we are nowadays anyways is nobody wants to take accountability for themselves yeah i agree there i um i say they trade him or do something send him out west man let him play with draymond at uh in san francisco man let him uh just let them yeah let them two be on the same team and you know that that'd be uh that'd be okay with me i guess yeah it was uh it's just pretty wild um but uh, you know, other than that, uh, it was nice watching the uh, Celtics were taking care of business yesterday. Um, I look for them to wrap things up probably tomorrow. I think that's when they play again, isn't it? Yeah, they play tomorrow. Um, and tonight you've got uh, the Grizzlies and the Lakers, which also I'm a little surprised if that there's no suspension for uh, for Dylan Brooks on this either. Yeah. Yeah. It's shocking because, I mean, we all know he Mm -hmm. he knew what he was doing, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Tonight, also, you got the Bucks in the heat, which um, uh, I don't know, man, with no Giannis. uh, um, Man, it didn't look good the other day. No, it didn't. It didn't. um, The heat. Like I said, if they could get some of their their players to perform and, you know, bam, he needs to play that center position like he's a center. I mm-hmm. think they can – I think they could 
without Giannis being there, man, I think they got a chance, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my money on it. <laughs> That's one thing I wouldn't do. No, it's just, there's too many ups and downs with the heat, you know? And, and I would truthfully, even without Giannis, I thought that the, that the bucks would still win Saturday, but um, Butler had 30 and, and, you know, they played pretty well, but you're right. Uh, out of Bayou, he, you never know what you're going to get with him. He usually is good. He's going to score a few points. He's, I'm probably not going to break 20, but he's going to have a decent game scoring, but rebounds wise, which is what they need. Cause they really don't have any inside presence whatsoever. Um, you just don't, uh, you don't see a whole lot out of them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then the other game, the Suns and the Clippers without Kawi, Kawi <laughs> and, and, uh, George, uh, there's not much, not much they can do. And, uh, they're down Clippers are down three games to one, which, I look for that to probably conclude what they play tomorrow night. Yeah. I think that probably the Wolves and the Clippers get eliminated tomorrow. And actually in the Hawks too. I think Hawks back in Boston. I don't see them proceed. I don't see them winning that game. No, I don't either. Boston probably, they just unleash the dogs, man. And I, I could see this one being over in the third quarter, but uh, back to the Clippers, man, that, Okawi, uh, he shocks me, man. Just his, I mean, is he, does, does he want to play in the NBA or, I mean, what's, what's going on here? I mean, it's, it's bread and bread and butter time, man. You need to be playing. I mean, what's going on with this guy? It's a good question. Cause when he, when he left the game, when the game was over with the other night, the last game that he played in, he seemed fine. There was no talk of anything wrong with him. And then he hasn't played in two games. Well, this is also a guy who held the Clippers up after they after they paid him, and he held them up because he wanted Paul George on the team. Said that if they didn't go get him, then then he was going to uh, then he was going to leave, go to the Lakers. So he got what he wanted, and he's he's barely played with the guy. I think yeah. they played together like I don't. It's it's. Over a couple of seasons, I think it's only like 30 games. Something ridiculous. Yeah, he's got that load management syndrome, man. Yes, he does. Yeah, it, it's it's bad. And, uh, you know, the fact that they even won a game against the Suns is pretty amazing. But I guess that was one of the games that he that he, uh, that he was in, that he played. But the first game that he was out, they it took the Suns to, up to the wire to beat him. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, but, but also, you know, they had, Russell Westbrook had a, had a good game that night too, but it just seems like the Clippers are just a mess and it makes you look at it. Like how in the hell are they even in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good question, man. Cause they were, they don't really have the components you think to be a winning team, mm-hmm. especially with this load management stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of their guys, you know, are, veterans and they're getting up there in age you know i just i don't know how they made that push man your guess is as good as mine on that and then you watch the nuggets and the timberwolves i I was talking with my friend with a friend about this the other day about um the nuggets are the are probably the most boring number one seeded team i've ever seen in the nba playoffs i can i can Definitely agree with that. Uh, 
Jokic, he's he gets it done, but I mean, you don't I even don't know. It doesn't even seem like he does, but then at the end of the game, you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, the stats are <laughs> yeah, the stats are there, but you know, it's just kind of I don't know. It's it's not very tasteful, man. No, no, no. And he's like, uh, he, God, could you imagine if you had him and Doncic on the same team? Yeah. I mean, that's just Rexplex to the max. Like, <laughs> neither one of them are getting off the floor. Uh, it, somehow they're scoring 20, 30, 40 points a game, getting 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and, and, and they're slower than anybody you've ever seen in the NBA. But I don't, I don't have an answer for it. I, I've, I watched Friday night and I made it up till the very end and I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't watch this anymore. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know how this guy and more prior to him, he's been the MVP the last two seasons, but I don't get it. It seems, I mean, I see other players, Jason Tatum, far more entertaining to watch and plays all around. He's a quiet dude. He doesn't say much. Uh, there's a lot of players, Anthony Edwards, Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I'm a little, I, I wouldn't say Embiid, but after watching Embiid in the playoffs, I'm kind of over him too. Him. Uh, it's like watching, it's like Austin powers. Oh, I fell over. I yeah. fell over again. And just some of the, the fouls that these stars that, you know, are these, the bread and butter for these teams, I mean, Embiid, he kicked the, he like put his leg right up in the guy's groin, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just, there's no room, really room for that. And if that's the way the NBA is going with these players, it's just, that's, that's sad, man. Well, especially him specifically, he does that. But then anytime somebody breathes on him, he's falling all over the place. Yeah. You know, if you're going to dish it out, you better be ready to take it um and none of them are it seems like they really want to take it uh right and then you know and every time they fall down it's oh you know specifically the other night if i had a dollar for every time reggie miller said uh if you're if you're a sixers fan this doesn't look good i wouldn't have to worry about betting on uh on nba games because i just take that Mm -hmm. and and probably not have to work right (laughs) but you you really real well at it too I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, stop falling all over the all over the floor. You probably feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, a big guy like that going down that many times. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, he probably does feel like crap. But you know, and that's part of that's the NBA's fault because of this stuff with, uh, you know, with everything being a flagrant, a technical, a take foul, um, a uh, what was the other one? A, a pathway foul, and it just if you cut down on some of that, some of this will work itself out naturally. Mm-hmm. But everybody's is is shooting for that stuff because they're trying to get a flagrant, they're trying to get a flagrant one, a flagrant two, a technical. You know, if 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 things if they would just wind back the clocks a little bit to uh, the late nineties, early two thousands, they'd probably be a lot better off. Yeah, I agree. Um, there was a I. Steph Curry, I think it was yesterday, he hit a three-pointer and the follow-through, it looked like he, I know you've seen it, uh, it was very unorthodox and Mm -hmm. I don't know, he was trying to get fouled or whatever, but Mm -hmm. he made the three-pointer, but it looked like, it looked like he was trying to, looks like he was 
trying to play frozen and he was trying to freeze somebody or something i mean it was it was silly looking man mm-hmm. it, it was just like wow that's what it's all about nowadays so all right well, we need to take a break and uh, we'll come back and wrap things up with uh I, I think i got a new list for us we'll just maybe we'll do a top 10 on mondays from now on i don't know so don't go anywhere we'll be right time like the present to drink these drink seconds but seldom do these words are true and I'm constantly failing Ryan Richardson here here to tell you to tune in every Saturday from 11am until 12 noon for Conversations with Ryan Richardson a show that focuses on the differently able community and the everyday struggles of the disabled Join me every Saturday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon on WGSO 990 a.m. and WGSO.com. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. I'm so happy Cause today Found my friends Here in my head I'm so ugly That's okay Alright, we're so back with more of the Something to Say radio show And, uh, you know, I saw this earlier And I thought it was interesting um, And it was the top 10 Best classic rock songs Used in movies And this is according to Far Out Magazine what would you say is the best uh, the best classic rock song that you've seen in a movie and the way that it was used? Uh, classic rock. Let's see. You know, I always like uh, like the, you know, the, the drug movies like Blow and, you know, stuff like that when they when they can rip in some uh, Rolling Stones, you know, I that kind of. That kind of makes me say that's that's cool, man. But uh, yeah, there's that, and uh, that's really what catches my eye, though. I I, I gotta say, Rolling Stones and uh, and and movies like that. 
Uh, well, you made me think of one just by saying the movie Blow. Um, when he's walking through the uh, walking through the airport, and Black Betty from uh, was it Ram Jam? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then this one's actually on the list. But uh, have you seen Almost Famous? It's been a while. Yeah, I Tiny Dancer in that movie is pretty pretty mm-hmm. awesome when they're all singing it on the bus. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is what they uh, this is what they said. One of them makes makes me sick that it's considered classic rock, but okay. Um, so they've got the first one is "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by uh, uh, Aerosmith and Armageddon, which mm-hmm. I guess it's classic rock, man. It was what twenty five years ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. Whew. And then you have "Tiny Dancer" from Almost Famous, which yeah, we just said um something in the way by nirvana (laughs) which was in the batman that came out in 2022 which was good that was that was cool i just don't consider nirvana classic rock but whatever yeah uh then you have the chain which was in guardians of the galaxy volume two fleetwood max the chain um then let's see perfect day by Lou Reed that was in train spotting. It's been so long since I've just seen train spotting. I don't really remember that. Um Born to Be Wild by Steppenwolf that was in Easy Rider. I don't remember. I don't it's been so long since I've seen Easy Rider. I don't really remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. You had uh Gimme Shelter. Speaking of uh the stones yeah and the departed yeah that's a yeah um and then in the kingsman the secret service free bird i don't i don't think i ever saw that so Mm-mm. of course this one was pretty classic especially for us growing up when we did bohemian rhapsody and wayne's world yeah and uh yeah this was good too the doors uh the end and apocalypse now right that was that was the number one so there you go interesting little uh top 10 something that you don't think about very often but yeah i think there's room for a lot more and oh yeah for sure yeah there's a lot of good songs out there in in these movies that just kind of grip you when you hear them and then what's going on in the movie it's you know Mm -hmm. it's paired up real nice yeah for sure all right, buddy. That's all the time we got. We need to get out of here. So uh, I guess we'll do this all again tomorrow. All righty. All right. And until then, we'll just play Gloria. Gloria.